Welcome back to Casburgers. I'm your host, Eli Halpern, and I'm here today with Gary Faust. And we are sitting in my kitchen with two microphones and two coffees. And I'm sitting down. Gary's standing up, holding the mic. And, uh, dude, we've been, we've been having a lot of phone calls lately about self-development and this and that. And it's been taking a more positive angle. And uh, I hope we can be as entertaining on this recorded line as we have been. Well, look, on. man, here's what you need to understand. Not everything's about, not everything's a fucking joke, man. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, you're drinking coffee now. You put fucking uh, instant coffee in a cold iced coffee from Jack in the Box. Interesting move. I like it. Yeah, I got put onto instant coffee by this person I know that spent some time in prison. And, uh, is it who I think it is? <laughs> and uh, the, the instant coffee is apparently a, a thing there. And you know, it's it's a lot easier to just pour it in and stir it up. But yeah, but you, you gotta do it. it. <laughs> you gotta do it in hot water. Yeah, because there's clumps and it's fucking bitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Dude, when you were doing that, because because you don't drink coffee and you're getting into it now. And earlier you were asking me questions about coffee because I drink fucking. I probably drink five coffees every five minutes. That adds up. Uh, no, yeah, I, we're I, drinking Jack in the Box coffees. They're good though. They're delicious. They're Jack delicious. in the Box is my favorite coffee. The problem is so much sugar and milk. Yeah, you're gonna shit your pants. I took uh, a, I took a lactose pill before this. Smart man. You got you have IBS, right? Uh, I got a lot of things going on. Or here. is it uh, gastrointestinitis? I don't think that's real. Uh, it's, not, it's not that. No, I was I was talk. Uh, you were asking me about coffee earlier, and uh, my move is to just drink black. Breakfast, breakfast blend coffee from H-E-B because I think it's uh, I think it's the, like the the cost of the price per coffee is a really good deal and it has a decent amount of caffeine I just do two scoops you know but instant coffee is I fucking hate it The my grandpa used to drink it on the farm he would literally microwave my grandpa invented instant coffee <laughs> my, he, would, he would microwave water and pour the, the fucking instant coffee in there, and he would drink, like, five of them a day. And I was like, dude, how is this guy's insides not the fucking just melted? Yeah, well, cause I'm sober. I'm on day 107, completely sober. People are like, oh, you like California sober? No, California sober is not sober. I'm, I'm Mormon sober. But caffeine, Mormons aren't allowed to have caffeine, but I've been completely sober. I, mean, I, gotta, I gotta have a little caffeine. Yeah. I've never been a fan of it, but it helps a lot. I fucking love it, dude. I, I drink caffeine, coffee every day. It helps me keep my mind out of the deep end. You know what I mean? Out it of the, makes me so nervous that I'm like scared to do nothing that I have to go out and do things. Does that make let sense? Me, let me digest that. Makes you scared of doing nothing because you're like nervous just doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, it's I like I got to just move. It's like when you pace when you're on the phone. Yeah. See, I also... Drink like five. I wasn't kidding. Uh, well, I said five coffees in five minutes. That was a joke that didn't land. And then uh, you looked at me like I was dumb, so I felt bad. But what I was going to say, what the truth is, is I probably drink five coffees a day. Roughly. Yeah, I'm about to This is to my third cup today. And this is like two coffees. This is my third, yeah. <clears throat> Wait, you, this this you, is my third coffee. I had two coffees earlier. The instant, the instant coffee, coffees? The microwave How, instant coffee. Are they coffee. strong? Wait, you uh, microwave the water too? <laughs> yeah. Are you my grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start a farm, dude. I'm a time traveler. Uh, yeah. Um, it, are, is the is the caffeine levels appropriate? Are they? Is it strong? 
Yeah. Well, first time I bought the instant coffee, I accidentally bought the decaf. So I was just drinking decaf, <laughs> decaf instant microwave coffee, and it was gross and did nothing. Why does why do people drink decaf? Do you have any idea? Because my grandpa, he was drinking the decaf instant shit. He didn't even drink real coffee. I think it's a flavor thing. I didn't do it on purpose. It's instant coffee that's microwave. Dude, and his microwave was from like the 80s. It was like he was drinking radiation poisoning mixed well, I'm with glad he's instant coffee. He's <laughs> still alive. Really? Yeah, I don't know how. How old is he? 80. 80? Wow, maybe the... 83. He was born in 1940. Microwaved instant coffee is the secret. To Did you hear about... Uh, keep, keep that mic a little bit closer. Did, did you hear about uh, that fucking, um, that taurine, taurine, taurine in energy it? drinks? I take it. It Apparently, it fucking, it can extend your life up to like 10 years. Whoa. Yeah, I'm should... going to stop drinking it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's in Red Bull. Yeah, Red Bull. It gives you wings, dude. Wings the hell. Gives you red wings. <laughs> yeah. She's I... on the rag. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. They did, they were doing experiments with, um, rats and mice. Why do, why do, uh, are rats and mice really similar to humans in, in some capacity? Why is all of our experimentation done on them? Why don't we just experiment on retards or something? Or Ethics. That, uh, yeah. It's an ethical thing. Same with monkeys. Rats are like low enough on the intelligence chain that we can get away with punishing them brutally. Day in and day like out, a, but a mentally retarded person isn't that like what? They're high up. They're higher up in the the mental hierarchy. If you if you're r- testing cosmetics on retarded people, then well, I I think that's what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. Testing what? He had a whole underground genetics lab. Oh, I thought you said cosmetics. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Well, I mean. <clears throat> <laughs> they they I was test picturing... cosmetics on animals, and there, there was like a whole thing about like, aren't you sick of them putting lipstick on monkeys? And everyone's like, what? They put lipstick on monkeys? <laughs> Apparently, that was a thing. Why is that a big deal at all? Because somewhere out there, man, there's some sexy fucking. Monkeys. I'll put some lipstick on you, baby. <laughs> there's some good looking. I just pictured out. Jeffrey Epstein in an underground bunker, just putting putting like makeup on a on a f- mentally retarded person. Yeah, he probably did that. Yeah. That's not the worst thing he did. No, <laughs> it's I, that, that's, I don't. I, I don't really see. <clears throat> I don't really see an issue with experimenting on, on monkeys. But I, I guess after I said uh, testing out stuff on a mentally retarded person, think, that is kind of fucked up. I think we I, should test. After on, I said it, I realized what I said was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I think we should test on the homeless. And like give them money or something. Yeah, yeah. Now that is a fair deal. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of things in society that that really should revert to incentives. Like, there's been programs where they'll pay you to get uh, sterilized. There's a, a this lady that drives around in a van and she'll pay people <laughs> to get their tubes tied. Is she down by the river. In a van down by the river. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. That Tommy boy, uh, uh, Chris Farley skit from SNL. Why don't you live in a van down by the river? All right, dude, whatever, man. My, none of my jokes are landing today. Drink more coffee, dude. Relax. <laughs> so she, t- she ties up her tubes in a van. But it's not by a river. We've clarified that at this point. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's the, what is she learning from that? Well, she's just making sure that heroin addicts specifically... <laughs> She's going after drug addicts and paying them. So they don't get pregnant. Yeah. And then they can take the money and they can go buy drugs. That's 
but they can't have kids. That's, that's how I think the government needs to operate. That's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, no, the problem with the government is that when they get power like that, they start doing shit that's out, fucking out of control. A lady in a van isn't going to do that much damage, and she, she might be able to stop some fucking heroin addicts from making some <laughs> shitty kids. But the government will start being like, all of a sudden, everybody that has fucking their big toe is larger than this diameter. They're just going to be like, yeah, we're going to kill you all, dude. Lady in a van, 2024. Every giant government ever has genocided somebody. Yeah, well, that's kind of just... How do people still believe in big government? I don't understand it. It's insane. It's kind of just inevitable. How am I driving right now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't really think about the government these days, man. I just think about <laughs> I just think about eating healthy and fighting people and telling jokes. Dude, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, I've known you a long time. Close to getting on 10 years here. Uh, the best advice you've ever given me repeatedly over and over... Well, two things... <laughs> One of them I just never listened to, and one of them I started listening to after a while. Uh, you're always telling me, dude, your health is is the most important thing, and I, and you were you were always telling me like, hey, dude, you gotta get some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I started actually like maintaining a healthier uh, lifestyle a couple of years ago, and uh, working out and stuff like that, and and asking you questions about shit like that because I never I was always kind of like a skinny ass punk. Until I was like 24-ish, maybe. So at some point when I was at UT, I started working out. But my point in telling you this is just that, um, is just that, uh, you know, health is is really number one. It's the most important thing. You can't really take care of anybody else or your kids or or a business or anything if you don't have your health, which is composed of, you know, working out, sleep, fighting, stuff like that. Mental health as well. And then the other thing you've always told me not to do is, uh, you told me to. Stop drinking. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I'm not into it, dude. I was sober for that month. I did a month sober, and I, I was, I, I didn't. I didn't see you. That's what I'm saying, dude. I, because I kept trying. Well, I had a heart attack, so I was like, or, a, or a cardiac event, a mild cardiac event, is what the doctor said it was. I just say heart attack because it sounds funny, and I know, and I don't want to explain it. Yeah, it sounds I mean? cool. Yeah, dude, I was 29. Heart, heart attack. attack. <laughs> My. My heart started beating the shit out of me, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my my uh, my sober life was like I couldn't do anything, dude. I would go out to the bars and Laser and Bobby would be like, "Dude, drink a beer, dude. You're you're like being annoying." Which yeah, I, they were probably joking. I'm just saying, it, like, I would be all stressed out, anxious, not enjoy myself. And in my industry, what I do, I can't function like that i tried doing it i can't do it what i have been doing lately is moderating my alcohol intake and going home at like midnight 1 a.m and uh and, and still wake i went i was up till like three last night woke up at 9 a.m this morning totally fucking functional you know what i mean <clears throat> totally yeah, functional, I, didn't, man. I didn't realize how important health was uh when when we started when we became friends you know back in 10 years ago i didn't really consider health as important i was Actively trying to kill myself as quickly as possible with all of the substances. Yeah, you and I both definitely had a death wish when we first met. It's <laughs> and crazy. now I'm like, dude, I <clears throat> well, am glad that- I didn't do that much permanent damage to my body. Uh, dude, I have thought about that a lot. I thankfully... Like, we did. We've definitely damaged our bodies beyond repair to an extent. Dude, I've not got- nearly as bad as we could have. For sure, for sure. Uh, I have gotten some examinations... By top people. <laughs> and uh, even though I had that heart situation happen, and I've had a handful of other, like, you know, like, I've, I've semi-overdosed before. 
I have no permanent body like damage to my body. I think I have some brain damage going on. <laughs> like in term, like my memory's really bad. My memory's gotten dramatically worse in the past couple of years as well. My stomach is permanently fucked up from alcohol. And my liver was for a while. But I think but but yeah, man, it sucks how uh it's it's a lot harder to socialize sober. I can't do it, dude. I I do not, I I already don't like people so much to the point that I struggle communicating and without being without getting annoyed and then when I, when it, when I'm sober uh it it's it's that's that's what it's like when I'm sober sorry and but when I drink it takes the edge off and I can talk to people that I don't, normally wouldn't want to that's yeah. that's that, it's a it's a social fucking a social uh, lubricant obviously yeah but, like when I first went sober I was like how did I ever get laid like every conversation with every woman, woman was so boring. It was and, and, brutal. I was like, I would rather die a virgin than try to continue this conversation. Dude, I, I, <laughs> that's funny that you say that because lately I've been, uh, I've been thinking a lot about how I communicate with women, right? Cause the other day you were like, you were telling me, dude, they're all fucking crazy. You just gotta like, kind of let that go a little bit. But I, I need okay. I need a confident woman. Woman. I can't be with an insecure woman. I, it, it is impossible for me to do that. I, they annoy the fuck out of me. Is everything okay? Is this? With it? Is it? Does the food taste good? Does, you know what I mean? Does this feel good? Like, if it, I if, told you to stop hitting on the waitress. If I, <laughs> if, if I didn't like your cooking, I would have thrown the plate at the fucking wall. <laughs> No, these these women. Yeah, yeah, it's an insult to me when they're insecure because you're like, oh, you're saying that I'm not going to bring something up that I'm <laughs> holding in. Are you coming after me, my man? My discontent. It's uh, no, I kind of know where you're coming from, but it like that's an exaggerated version of what I'm saying. But I know what you mean. Like you're basically saying I'm throttling my communication because. <laughs> Because I don't want to, like, I don't want to insult you. I don't she's care like, about insulting you. She's like, is the chicken good? I'm like, what are you calling me, a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> this is prison rules. <laughs> no, dude, I, the, girl, the girl I'm dating right now is actually a total sweetheart. She's just, um, well, I'm not going to fucking talk about her all that much. She's a sweetie. I like her. Um, she is super hot. She's got a nice ass. Hey, tell me my girlfriend has a nice ass, dude. I haven't looked at it because I'm a good friend. What the fuck? You, no, I just haven't seen it. You come over later angle. and you fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was telling you how uh, you complained. You've complained previously about women being psychos and stuff. I have. I choose bad women off bat. That's so. That's mostly my fault. I know this. Yeah, yeah, but really, also, I choose really bad women. I choose women that my friends have told me stories about, specifically <laughs> you. And you said, "Hey, dude." Uh, you don't want to date this chick. She's a fucking psycho. And I go, no, 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 it's cool, dude. And you go, no, she's going to ruin your life. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Fast forward two years. Hey, dude, you're right. <laughs> what were you saying though? Sorry. I complain about women being psycho. But, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I mean, dude, if you, any beautiful woman is going to be a psycho. That's, any woman who's just grown up being hit on constantly they're gonna have a warped view of the world okay you're you're right that's that's correct see dude we gotta instead of having these fucking stupid fucking phone calls in the mornings i should just start coming over here and we should just record these because these are interesting and 
they help me. They're, these are almost like therapeutic, dude. And I want everybody to hear what we're talking about. That'll be um, $500. <laughs> uh, I think that you're right. Now, again, me specifically, I choose bad women off bat. I choose women that are in sex work, strippers, and I, I only fans, girls in porn. I'm already putting myself at a fucking massive disadvantage, right? But even girls that I've dated that weren't like that, I, I choose the low-hanging fruit. You told me this the other day, and you're on the money 100%. I choose the low-hanging fruit, the women that'll do whatever I say, and, do, and, and they just, they're like starved for love. And then I like, it, it just naturally goes the route of, I just do whatever I want, and they don't tell me how they feel, and it fucking... Yeah, I it, it just deca- it falls apart because I well, that that's that's a lot of a it's life is a a window it's a mirror not a window you're it's kind of a reflection of yourself who you attract that's why I was having yeah. a similar issue uh you know a few months ago where I was just like yeah I'm talking to these girls and they all suck and that's because I was just tripping balls and high all the time and now that I'm sober and I'm on like a slightly different path I've just been attracting higher quality women. <clears throat> yeah, I... Because you can't expect to get a different level or type of woman without changing anything about yourself. Correct. I would agree with that. Uh, it is a reflection. The women I dated is definitely a reflection of, of who I am and what I'm doing at that time. For sure. 100%. Um, I also think that I do potentially lack confidence in my ability to maintain a stable relationship so i'd go for the low-hanging fruit and the and the girls that are that are you know going to be easier to manage easier to get easier to lose because i don't want to put i'm i'm dude i'm still hurt from my situation with my baby mama dude you know what i mean that shit still is very damaging to me i just lost the fucking my completely lost custody of my son in court so like i i put a lot of effort into having that relationship with that woman and even after all the bullshit happened, I was still like, let's keep trying to figure this out because we have a son together. You know what I mean? And it fucked me up so bad that like I, I went into my next relationship with, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll obviously like we joke around and I'm like, yeah, she was fucking crazy. But the next girl I dated, she was a sweetheart at the end of the day, dude, she was trying, it just didn't work out. But fucking like I went into it with such a negative warped view of women that I treated her like shit. And then by the time I was like, hey, I actually like, I actually kind of like this girl. I was at that point, she was like, you're a piece of shit. And I was like, okay, let me fix it. I got to fix it now. So I got to stop doing shit like that. The chick I'm dating right now is actually, she's, she's cool. She's really witty. Like her, her jokes are witty, which is, I kind of think she might be a dude. (laughs) Dude, after Thailand, the first. (laughs) <laughs> hard pivot <laughs> anytime a girl is like is still to this day anytime a girl is like really into me I'm like does she have a dick and then I remember once I got super high with my first girlfriend and we were in laying in bed together and I, I was super like super high and banged a dude I was like I was like do you have any baby pictures of you <laughs> just to make sure she was a woman at birth I like how your distrust of women is completely different <laughs> You're like, this girl might break my heart. I'm like, this girl might break my back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. I, for, seriously, I was like, <laughs> anytime I'd have an issue with a woman, I'd be like, whatever, dude. She probably has a dick. 
It's a dude in a wig, man. <laughs> There's a dude in a wig in my walls. <laughs> hey, by the way, hilarious side note. New girl, we're doing something at my house. And I'm like, I, I'm at my house. Sorry, I'm at my house. She's not over there. I'm like working or something, and I get a text from her, and I look over, and she just says, hey, I live in your walls, <laughs> which I thought was funny as fuck. I was like, you're totally insane. She, this chick, dude, I'm telling you, man, she gives the best blowjob I've ever had in my entire life, and I almost never come from head, and I'm, I'm fucking shooting ropes after like five minutes, dude. That's cool, man. Yeah, I think that's what love is. <laughs> yeah, if, if she's... If she's really going to town on and servicing your member, then um, that's it. Just really opens the gateways to. Dude, she told me love. that my <laughs> that my ball sweat is the nectar of the gods. Wow. Yeah, dude. Like, dude. Okay, so we did a pod. I did a podcast with Bobby. We did Drunk Uncle Pod. Me and Bobby Laser, and uh, we did it with Shane Smith. Cool guy. Uh, the comic CEO of Vice. No, that guy sucks. Uh, no, Shane Smith, the comedian. Uh, he's cool. He's a funny dude. He's got face tattoos. He's kind of looks like my dad. <laughs> you don't know who I'm talking about? No. Okay, well, don't worry about it. Anyways, point is... Shay Dozer? Yes, that guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, uh, I'm talking to him, and, and Laser was like telling him, he's like, yeah, Gary just like pulls these like super sexy girls, and I don't understand how he does it, but they all fall in love with him. And he used this term, and I can't remember what it was, but he was basically saying, like, yeah, dude, like, certain guys' semen just makes women fall in love with them. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, dude. Man. Laser said, said that the about juice. you? No, shit, sh- who? Laser said, said that you pull sexy girls? Yeah. Laser gets the hottest girls of, I think, anyone I've ever met. He really blows the whole short uh, stereotype out of the water. Yeah, because he's... Probably the most charismatic person I think I've ever met. In my He's life. probably the sexiest short man alive. I'm in love with him, dude. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he show you the video of the blowjob trivia? Yeah. No, dude. Uh, you know, it's funny that you say that because when we were in Dallas, the chick that he was with was like into me and not him. Oh, you're still not over this. No, I'll never be over Dallas, dude. <laughs> No, it was weird, and and like ever since that happened, I think Laser was, has always just been like, dude, I don't understand, like, you. Why did that one girl like you that one time? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it was it, it happened a couple different times, but the point is that I it, like like okay, you're like really good looking. Nice. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so you're like a really good looking dude. You're tall. You got money. You're you're cut up. Like it makes sense why you can just pull ass, right? Uh. Who's another person we could do? Jared. It makes sense why he gets laid. He's a fucking, well, <laughs> I, guess, I guess I shouldn't say. <laughs> he's uh, he's just a psycho. You know what I mean? Like, and, and he. I don't know what you're getting at here. Well, I, I was going to say something that I realized it would incriminate him and I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it makes sense why certain people pull ass. Like, Bobby has that, like weird nice guy or maybe might be gay vibes but he's also a rock star and badass musician i have no idea why i get laid like i do it doesn't make any sense well it's it's really just confidence man that's it's the same it's the same reason that anyone rises up in any sort of hierarchy whether it's president or ceo or actor or musician it's it's all just i believe what i'm doing to be right and other people see it and they agree yeah and you- 
And we have we have the respect of our peers. Like other men enjoy us, and then women see that, and they're like, "Other men enjoy you for sure." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I go ahead, keep going. I'm I'm tracking with you. Uh, I don't. I, like we have, like like I think the key to getting women is not impressing women, but impressing men. Like if men think you're cool. <laughs> then women are going to automatically want to be on board. You know what I mean? Men would like, to be. Like, no, no women are like, ooh, Eli's a, a ninja rapper that wears a gold luchador mask. That's sexy. <laughs> women don't think that. But guys think that's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> the key to getting laid is hanging out with dudes. <laughs> Men want to be me. Women fear me. <laughs> Oh, God, Women dude. also want to be me. Dude, my fucking... My my sh- fucking shit with my court case it finally is, like, over for the time being. And uh, it ended so fucking terribly. Like, it's insane in America that a guy like me can be trying to see his kid and putting the effort in. And I never even did anything wrong. I never... There's not a single thing that I ever did around my son that was bad. And, uh, and they can just be like, yeah, uh, the mom can just t- t- has complete control over when you have any sort of visitation or communication with your son. It's just crazy. Anyways, the reason I bring that up is because I'm going to be starting a GoFundMe to get a lawyer. Because that's the only thing that the courts respect, man, is money. It yeah. sucks, dude. I've been, f- I've been in court for three fucking years. Can you, you believe You should go that? trans. Hear me out. <clears throat> they award custody to, to the, the mother. mother. <laughs> be the second mom. I'm gonna, and we all know men are better at being women than women. We so all just be a better mother than her. Beat her at her own game. Well, dude, look, man. At the end of the day, I don't really like talking about it too much. And then trick me into a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> you have a wig around here. This is all part of my agenda. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I'm using you for my agenda, bro. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, dude, I fucking. It's just crazy, man. I, I, I'm still kind of like the day that it, the day that I got that I went to court. I waited an hour and fifteen minutes on Zoom court to get five minutes in front of a judge, and they said, "Did you file anything in opposition?" And I was like, "The last time I filed any fucking evidence, I have videos of my son's mom blackout drunk on police body cam at the Austin airport, screaming at a fucking the police and yelling and making our son cry. She's screaming at him, saying." Your dad fucking hates you and all this crazy shit. I had that, submitted it to the court, filed it all properly, and then they threw it out in the first 10 minutes of the trial. Tell me that, tell me why I would ever file anything again. So I go in front of the judge and she's like, you didn't file anything. And I said, the last time I filed anything, you threw all my fucking evidence out and did whatever you wanted, completely disregarded me, which is a man. I'm a man that wants to be involved with my son. So like, I was just like, you guys are gonna do whatever you want anyways. And she goes... She essentially was like, yeah. And she goes, all right, we're going to award uh, uh, the, the fucking whatever party exactly what they want. And I'm like, dude, these people are literally just writing their own. It's insane, dude. And I'm white. <laughs> Imagine being black, a black dad in court. No wonder that fucking none of those guys have their kids. It's like impossible for them, dude. That, like, if, you're, if, gr- if you grew up in poverty and you're fucking black and you, you're n- like not versed with... With any with any sort of legal legalese, you're fucked, dude. Have you ever represented yourself in court? Yeah, it's hard, dude. It's difficult. 
Very difficult. Oh man, I I remember the the clerk, or I don't remember what she worked in the court, and I and I went up, I took the stand and represented myself. I had a minor in possession of alcohol. You were in possession of a minor. <laughs> <laughs> I was a minor, and I was in possession of alcohol, and I for, I forgot what happened, but uh yeah, the, one lady was like, "Hey, that was really good. You should be a lawyer." And I was like, "Ah, then I have to go to school." Yeah, you longer. probably should have been a lawyer. You would have be, you'd be rich as fuck, dude. I am rich as fuck. I mean, I be- do whatever I want all the time. I never have to do paperwork. I never, I never have to do anything I don't want dude, to do. Dude, I same here, man. I'm in debt. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's hard. I I've represented myself in court twice. Once for the the family law, which d- went obviously terribly. And no, and, and, and I had my fucking ex and my mom as. Uh, fucking character witnesses and they like backed me up on all this shit and I still got fucked dude I, I got a minor in possession another one uh, I was walking with a black bag and they like sat me down and they're like what's in the bag and I was like I'm not I don't consent to a search and they like took it out of my hand and it was an illegal search and they said that they had probable reasonable suspicion to search me because a black bag is associated with liquor stores which is bullshit so, and I had a witness. I brought my witness. I had, I was going to cross-examine this cop. <laughs> I was, I had this whole fucking thing in the bag. And me and my buddy, I get him to come with me at like 7 a.m. We get to the court. We get to the thing to check in. The, the court lady's like, oh uh, yeah, your court date was yesterday. Now there's a warrant out for your arrest. And I was like, fuck. No shit. Yeah. And that, that's when I went and saw the judge and I told her blah, blah, blah. You, you. And she, before I even finished my thing, she was like, she dismissed the warrant, and then um, she was like, "When do you do you want to set another date?" And I was like, "Dude, I, I drove all the way up to Santa Barbara, woke up at seven a.m. I'll just pay the hundred and forty bucks." <laughs> I was yeah. so close to just demolishing this cop, and you just they, wanted to do it for the thrill of the game. It was a day late and a dollar short, dude. I I uh, the the only time I've defended myself in one was in Austin. Uh, did I ever tell you that story? But when I was on Sixth Street and I got in that fight, and they arrested me and the guy. I never told you this. Okay, so so I was I'm on, probably there. I'm on Sixth Street. I walk off tr- onto Trinity, right? And I go onto Trinity because we were gonna go get into an Uber. And it's me and my buddy Schneider. We're walking down the block, and these three Indian guys uh, are walking on the other side of the sidewalk. And I was laughing at something Schneider said. And this Indian dude looks over at me and he goes, "He goes, what are you fucking laughing at?" And I was like, uh, "Something my friend said." And he goes, he goes, yeah, well, fucking quit fucking laughing at me, dude. And I was like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, he's like, fuck you, bitch. And I was like, call me a bitch again. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And he goes, he goes, fuck you, bitch. And so I just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm like punching him in the face. He swung at me a couple times and missed. And then I slammed him onto the ground. And uh, actually, actually, I said, fuck you. He started it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there was the, the, there were cops across the street that saw this happen, and there's a, there's a lot of stories I don't tell anymore because I, I realized that it was they were all my fault. <laughs> uh, no, this story was not. This guy actually did. He swung at me first. We we uh, basically when he when he said that to me, I was like, dude, fuck you, and I pushed him away from me because he was all up in my face. And then he swung at me, and I just bobbed and weaved a couple punches, hit him with a three piece, and then slammed him onto the ground. Bing Co- bong, boom. Cops were across the street and watched the entire thing happen. <laughs> And they just come over and immediately arrest us. Like, I'm just sitting on the sidewalk. But I was so drunk that I was, they were like, what happened? And I was like, this guy tried to beat me up, dude. <laughs> so, anyways, they arrest me. 
They take us both to jail. I'm in jail overnight. No big deal, you know. Uh, I go to court, represent myself. I show up. The the fucking uh, what do you call it? The, the prosecutor or whatever. He's like he's like, look, I got the cop in the back room. He says he knows everything. But what they didn't know is that I got a copy of the police report, and the police report said that I said that he swung first, and the other guy said that he swung first. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, self defense. The dude swung at me, and they and the and the and the prosecutor was like, well, I don't know. And I was like, first of all, the cop's not even here. Don't lie to me. And he goes, all right, whatever, dude, we'll dismiss it. And I just got it dropped completely. Nice. It was it, the charge was disorderly conduct fighting. It wasn't assault or anything. It was just disorderly conduct fighting. Yeah, I, I represented myself on another MIP, and the cop didn't show up. Yeah, they never do. The, the dude, po- and then I represented myself on another, and the cop did show up, and then I got my license suspended for a year. Uh, your driver's license? Yeah, just for, for having MIP? alcohol. Yeah, and then I just drove illegally for a year. How is that? Re- I was such a good driver for that year, dude. But the day I got my, I got a restricted license. I didn't know I could, I could have applied for this like immediately. Where you can just drive from home to work and stuff, and I was like, "Well, I live in San Diego, oh, like a work in Santa Barbara." So, so the day I got my restricted license in the mail, I get pulled over for going like eighty-five and swerve around a bunch of cars. And remember that time we reversed, <laughs> going like forty. <laughs> oh, that was one That's hell of a classic. Day. Yeah, dude, I've I've uh, I've been to I had public defenders every time I went to court as a minor, um, and public defenders, dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> They will get you in a worse <laughs> predicament than if they're not there. How, who becomes a public defender? Well, they get they have too many cases to have to allocate enough time to each one. Yeah, because there's too many people being arrested for stupid shit like minor in possession. What happened to the good old days where when the cops found you with a bottle of liquor, they just like beat you up and threw you in the fucking <laughs> threw you on the side of the road, and they're like, "Yeah, don't do it again." I mean, that sounds way better to me, dude. Personally, you know. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they. I, I don't know. I, rather, if that's, I think it was 140 bucks. I don't remember what the license suspension was about. No, the license was suspension. Uh, yeah, I think that was because I was standing in the middle of the street peeing, and the cop car just came up behind me and was like, "Eli, how is your license connected to peeing in the street?" That doesn't. What? Why would that be the the the, the consequence? That doesn't even prison make sense. industrial complex, bro. <laughs> prison military industrial complex, bro. The pissing industrial complex. <laughs> Big cricket industries are after me. How's that going, by the way? Pretty good, man. The it, the whole economy is just a giant pyramid scheme, though. Uh, yeah, trickle down economics, brother. Yeah. I uh, <clears throat> being sober is is cool. But it's also, I don't know. I, I don't want to do any drugs because I don't want to fuck up my streak. Because I've gone 108 days with not a fucking slip. That's that's impressive. Not a sip. Especially not a, because you were an insane drug addict. Like one of the worst I've ever met. And the fact that What you, are you talking about? I was never a drug addict. <clears throat> I was just always... Dude, what Hi. are you talking about? You <laughs> That's literally what a drug addict would say. No, an insane drug addict is someone that's like, dude, I just need I need to get a little money so I can get some I was never like Dude, you never had you always made money, so you never had to you never had that, that had to say that out loud. But there were plenty of times when we lived in Santa Barbara where I'd be like like I remember one time specifically, Jared and I were at fucking Cody's old house. And we were like, dude, what's Eli doing? Let's hang out with him. And we called you and you're like, dude, I can't leave my house. I haven't taken my Xanax. Ah! Like you were freaking out. And we were just like, dude, you suck. Like you're being a pussy. And you're like, no, dude, I'm just a drug addict. Like, you literally said that. That was like 10 years ago. 
Hey, brother. So <laughs> the potato bakes, baby. Come on. Also, you're embellishing. Yeah, I mean, I embellish a lot of things. Uh, I don't make shit up, but I definitely am embellishing. I was, I was addicted to escapism. This is different than the, uh, being a drug addict because I wasn't addicted to the substance itself. I was just addicted to the escape from reality. Which is a high, run... in, it's a high in itself, right? Yeah, because yeah. I was trying to I run for myself because I, I wasn't happy with who I was as a person. I, I always said that the only problem in my life was that I'm the one in it and I'm yeah. the one living it. And now I'm at a place where I'm like, dude, I, I like who I am. I'm on most days and I just focus on being the best version of myself that I can be every day on a daily basis. I don't think about tomorrow. I don't think about yesterday. I just think about today and just like today I trained. We're doing this pod. I got a show tonight. That's it. That's all that matters. And then I just keep doing that every day. I stack up enough good days to where I'm like, okay, I feel pretty good about myself. But the problem with that too is that if I'm living in the moment, I forget what happened yesterday so quickly that one bad day, it just feels like that's who I am. Dude, yeah. Uh, I know exactly what you mean. I had uh, one of my camera guys the other day. I was at the house. This is That's funny you say that because I had this that exact same thought uh, yesterday. Uh, was it yesterday or day before? It was day before. Day before yesterday. Uh, Monday. Dude's at my house. We're working on this project. He comes over. We're red penning a script, right? So I'm like, hey, I just want to like this first line here, the intro. Brian that's, red pen? That's not, that's not really how I would say this. I just want to, I like the message you're conveying. I just want to change some of the language so it sounds like something I would say. Because I'm not playing a character. I'm just, it's myself. We're doing a voiceover. And he's like, he's like, no, I'm putting my foot down, man. And he fucking like started freaking out on me. And we ended up getting an argument. And then he said something about, he said something about, my mom and I's business, and I was like, dude, I'm going to kick your ass in my front yard if you don't get the fuck out of here. Like, I'll drag you outside and beat your ass. And, uh, which I shouldn't have said, but, like, dude, don't, don't say something about my mom. That's, that's fucking totally uncalled for. There's very few things in my life that I will, like, pop off the handle super fast, and one of them's my dear, beautiful mother. She's an angel. Anyways, point is, uh, I, it fucking, like, threw my whole day off, and I was, like, just irritated the whole day, and I was trying to just fucking chill out and and it, it just was a weird day i still got all my work done and everything next day go do the pop with laser and bobby had a great fucking time completely forgot about it mm-hmm. i it's like i i'm i'm quick to like get riled up but i'm also really quick to forgive and forget and i and i talked to the dude after he left i texted him i was like dude no i, I don't hold any grudges man like you know I, I probably shouldn't have said what i said but like you know i'm just not gonna work on this project with you anymore dude if you want to do, if you want to work on something else sometime we can do that maybe but I, i'm stepping away from this you know what I mean? I, I'll forgive people for for a lot of stuff, dude. And I'll I'll and I'm also quick to like I'll apologize for things too, except to women. I don't forgive anyone for anything ever. Yeah, dude, you're fucking losing it, man. I uh, yeah. When's the last time you've been in a fight? Uh, that you can talk about. I like out in the street. Yeah, not not like at the gym. Uh, it's been a while for me, dude. I'm, it's been years. I'm I'm a little worried that if I get into a fight, I'm gonna get beat up. I've never really lost a fight except when Jared and I, those homeless people, jumped us. But that oh, yeah. we both we both got cold, fucking clocked. Yeah, dude. The last time you probably got in a fight was when you and I almost got in a fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was probably hey, good guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I really don't like fighting, dude. The, uh, dude, hey, you, okay, you ever date a girl that when, when you're out with them and somebody will like make like a remark or something that they'll, they'll like instantly react to it and try to stir shit up? Yeah, I don't hang out with girls like that. Dude, this, okay, so that's a huge pet peeve of mine. Girls that will like instigate fights. <laughs> My boyfriend's gonna beat you up. Yeah, dude. Bitch, shut your ass up. <laughs> 
no, I'm not. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> no, dude, the other day we were out doing something and uh, uh, this, this dude, I, I was walking out behind her. Uh, so like she was like four or five feet ahead of me and this dude was like, hey, uh, you should come up with, with me tonight or something. So like he didn't see that I was with, this, with her and she was like, she was like, fuck you and like started arguing with him and I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, calm the fuck down. Like, what is wrong with you? You're, are you trying to like in, in instigate a fight on the on a sidewalk? Like, what are we homeless people? What are we fucking? Am I white? You think I'm white trash? I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm. It just. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I don't like that shit at all. I do not like fucking women that will will be will like instigate a fight that I have to clean up. What the fuck, dude? My, you know who used to do that shit, dude? Fuck. Well, I'm not. I don't want to say name, but my the the BM dude. Yeah. She used to my, try to my, get me in fights with people all the time. If I am bringing a woman with me in public, her, I expect her to be behaved pleasant and just nice and make social interactions better and easier. And basically, I just want a woman that's just always in a good mood. Because I, I, if I'm like, good luck with about that, something. dude. No, I mean, dude, she's a sweetheart, but she like was like, she, I, I told her later, I was like, I was like, hey, don't do that. And she's like, well, I just, you know, from working at the club, I don't like being disrespected by men. And I'm like, this is what's wrong with strippers, dude. They can't fucking turn that shit off. They work in a strip club for a couple years, or in some cases, 10 years. And they fucking, and they, they're, they're like, they're like fucked up, like in that headspace forever, dude. It's like uh, being a drug dealer or going to prison or something. You know what I mean? Like everybody I know that's sold drugs or been to prison. They're like stuck in that fucking headspace forever. It feels like. Or they, they just snap at disrespect instead of uh, diplomatically de-escalation. Yeah, that's yeah. and and I've been. You know how I learned how to de-escalate things more so lately. I still fucking sometimes have my own little issues, but uh, going to gun training classes because de-escalation is a huge part of owning a firearm. Interesting. Yeah, that that's like the pinnacle, like the the bottom of the barrel of like social interactions is like being a little bitch and letting people disrespect you. Then the next one up from that is like saying like fuck you. You don't overreacting. Like there's, yeah. there's there's no reaction, and then there's like total overreaction. And then the step up from that is the de-escalation, where you're you're maintaining your stance, and you're basically saying like you can't talk to me like that, but without making it sound like you're making a point. Yeah, what I do in kind a of si- like a kind of like a I would advise that kind of <laughs> <laughs> just shoot him right in the head. I w- uh, I would like to give you the opportunity to rephrase your previous statement. So. I, whenever I'm in a situation where there's a guy doing something weird to a girl I'm with, I generally will just be like, I'll be like, hey, dude, and I'll just do this. Just get like, do a hand like, hey, dude, you need to relax and we'll just move on. I'm not, I'm not going to go fucking because we have one buddy who we have a buddy out in the uh, the bay, let's say, <laughs> who will just beat the shit out of anybody on site. I mean, I love the guy. I'm glad he's on our, in our corner, but like, I, I don't like handling shit like that because I don't like. I don't like fighting, dude. I've broken all, almost all my knuckles. I've f- every time I get in a fight, I get beat up, but I don't lose. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm like. I'll beat the other person up, but I'll also, well, I don't know. I've definitely it'll beat. hurt. There's been a couple of people I actually have just t- completely beaten the shit out of. But yeah, my point is like I'm, I always end up waking up and being like, all right, now I gotta ice my hand. Now I got a fucking black eye. Now I fucking this. You know? I don't know, man. I need to. I need to stick to just uh. uh scamming strippers and jumping down 20 foot walls and breaking my ankle. It's crazy how much more comfortable I am fighting people than like doing small talk. Cause that's, 
I spend hours every day fighting people. So it's, it just feels like I know what I'm supposed to be doing. But then when I'm out in public with people for like an extended period of time and there's no like goal to like establish dominance, I'm just like, what am I, I doing? Here? Yeah. yeah. Well, that also goes along with sobriety. That's just how sobriety is. Yeah. That. So. But my brain is just programmed to just joke and fight. Yeah. I mean, I. I. Uh, and it's fun. It's a, it's a fun place to be. I like to. Um, but I don't. I, yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't have problems with anyone. Anyone ever. Yeah. I. Why do you think that is? You think people are just scared of you and they don't want to say if they have an issue with you? I think that's probably part of it. That's, you're you're that's, a big dude, and you're crazy. That's probably a factor. Dude, what is up with... Dude, have you ever... No, well, maybe you haven't really noticed this, with the exception of one instance, but almost every fight I've ever been in has been with somebody that's dramatically larger than me. I don't know... Like, I don't know why big dudes like to start fucking beef with me. When I was at fucking Latchkey the other day, uh, it was like 106 degrees, and I overheat really easily, right? Because so like, you're loud. Why do people care? Because they're envious of your confidence. They can suck my dick, dude. That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram, faggots. They're like, fuck <laughs> this guy. What is this guy doing smaller than me with a bigger personality than me? <clears throat> I guess, dude. I, uh, I was at Latch and I was really hot. And I took my, I had a white t-shirt on. And I had, ca- I had khakis on because I came from the radio. And I fucking took my shirt off, got it wet. Cause there was a, there was literally a pool there, right? Like there was, it was for Adam's birthday, Adam Morgan's birthday and shout out Adam Morgan. That, that dude's fucking awesome. Uh, but I, I made, I got my shirt wet and I wrapped it over my head cause I was like, like I was dripping in sweat. I was getting really overheated. I got a little dizzy and, uh, and I went over to the bar to get, uh, two beers and the bartender was like, dude, put your shirt on. And I was like, there's a fucking inflatable pool that people are in. There's a girl with a bathing suit on. What are you, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And this dude like power tripped on me and I was like, fine, put my shirt on, got my beers. And then I literally took my shirt back off, picked up the beers and I was like, later, dude, <laughs> walked away. And then I went back again later and uh, I was over there with, I was with Bobby and the dude said the same shit. And I, and I was like, I was like, dude, Adam, fuck it. The owner of the bar, I'm buddies with the owner of the bar. He said, it's cool. Like you need to get off your high horse, man. You know, like quit being the fucking shirt police, you fucking weirdo. And, uh. Anyways, he started saying something, and, and he just kept telling me to put my shirt on. So I just kept saying, what? 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 I did it like eight times, and Bobby started laughing, and he's like, dude, you're being a dickhead. you got to stop it. And the dude's like, he's like starting to get like all pissed off. And I was like, I was like, oh, wait. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> I just kept doing it, and he started freaking out. And, uh, and, then, and then, yeah, he just got all pissed off, dude. It was weird. I, I don't understand why people like... So the, the point of that story is big guys want to fight you because you're a fucking dick to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. The dude was trying to tell me what to do. Like, as if he was, the, like, the owner of the bar said it was cool. You know what I mean? He didn't know that. I told him. He should have listened to me. I'm the ruler of the world. He didn't know that either. <laughs> no, I guess he didn't know that, but that's not really the point. Like, like it's, it's common sense and obvious that I didn't need to be wearing a shirt. The point is the degrees. economy is going through the shitter and anyone that has a job isn't making enough to pay their bills. Yeah, so why does this you. guy care if I'm wearing a fucking shirt? Because dude. he hates you because he's being paid not enough money to Dude, look, man, you're, you're right, dude. It's, it's, 
I, I think the fact that big dudes get mad at me is just coincidental. I think people get mad at me because they're fucking losers and they're jealous. I think you're probably right about that. I think that's where a lot of weird fucking anger problems come from is people thinking, why can't I have that? Because we live in a society that fucking promotes like equality and equity and all that bullshit. Like, like nobody's equal and equity is damn sure not a fucking thing. That's crazy, dude. Like what we should just like you work at a hundred percent of what your capacity is. I work at 25%, but I should just be given 75% for free. That doesn't make any fucking sense, dude. It's crazy. And that bartender is an example of, well, equality is about <laughs> legal rights to basic freedoms, not to privileges such as luxury cars and vacations. Well, you're and talking about equality in terms of like, like human rights. I mean, yeah. I mean, people in life are not equal. Yeah, I agree. If they were, there wouldn't be retarded people. And we would all be the exact same height. Yeah, it, it that 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 mindset is this trash or recycling? That's recycling. But that's recyclable. But there's ice in it. So oh, oh, I see what you did there. Double down, the baby. Old, <laughs> the old switcheroo. Um no, I, I, you're right, dude. Like height is actually weirdly a good example of that. It's like you, it's easily quantifiable, right? So keep talking. I'm going to get some more coffee. <laughs> um, yeah, you, if, if you're, if you're going to try to say everybody is equal, like we could talk about fucking height or we could talk like height's good because it's something that's set and predetermined. But I mean, I'm talking more so about. In, like intelligence, intellectual, people's intellectual capabilities, you know, like, or, or physical prowess. You, you know, you can quantify how strong you are by how much, you know, weight you can lift or how, how, how hard you can punch or whatever like that. But you can't, it's harder to do that with intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Also, because you could take steroids and become stronger, but you can't take steroids for your brain. So... Unless mushrooms. Dude, also, you got to think about did allow things. me to see into the future. Well, what about stuff like fucking amphetamines, dude? Th those do not make you smarter. They make you better at focusing, though. And they make, which and, could be a, and a they factor. Make, and they give you fucking like unlimited energy if you just keep taking them forever. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. I though. don't know anyone that's affected negatively. <clears throat> Besides every homeless person ever. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just... What do you think? What do you think about that? I, I don't think equality exists. I think people should have equal rights. I think at the end of the day, it's all about getting laid by attractive women. No, what about gay people? I think it's all about getting laid. What about asexuals? I don't know if that's a thing. That for sure is. There's definitely people that don't care about getting laid. <clears throat> Dude, remember when I went through that period of time like three years ago? After all this shit happened, when I was all depressed, and I was just like, yeah, but that—that's you were in a bad mood. That you—you you didn't just come out of the womb. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that's retarded. What I just said, totally inaccurate. That <laughs> <laughs> was—I was just depressed. <laughs> that's all that was. <laughs> remember when I was depressed? See, I was asexual. <laughs> Do you remember when I didn't get laid for like three weeks? Yeah, asexual brother. What I tell you? <laughs> asexual predator. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! So how, yeah, it's like you, th okay. So we have friends that are like kind of losers that don't really chase goals or have money or anything, and it's because 
they got so much pussy or they continue to get so much oh pussy. Oh my god. 100%. That, that it So the the order of operations for a successful life is to become a man that attracts women in a method that builds yourself up. But if you get good enough at just talking to women and just focus on that aspect of just getting laid all the time and and circumvent the whole pathway to greatness, then that actually stunts your growth. Yeah, I have never made pussy. I've never put it on a pedestal. I've never made it the goal. And I don't really care about it that much. I mean, I've just been banging one chick for the past month. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not like... I'm not fucking, I don't cheat either. I'm not a cheater. I am a liar though. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I've been saying that lately and like only like a handful of people get what I'm saying. I'm not a cheater, but I am a liar. You know what I mean? I'm a cheater. Um, I, uh, <laughs> um, I've never cheated. I just break up with them and then no, get back I, together later, I which actually, does the exact same amount of emotional damage. I, I, I cheated on my, my son's mom like a lot. And then she... Really got me back. She she definitely uh, came out on top of that one. But she um, definitely won that little exchange. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) legally, financially, emotionally, she fucking buried me. She arguably like ruined my life temporarily, Um, but which weirdly made me a much more mentally acute person. I can't, dude, uh, to be totally honest, the situation with her... Well, sometimes you need to get your ass beat to realize that you need to change your ways. It it definitely defined me for... It defined my existence for a while, but it it ended up making me, like, a lot stronger. Like, a lot stronger mentally. Uh, And it also made me... The situation with my son, with her, helped me figure out how to let things go. Big time. Because I have Because you had no choice. No choice. No control, Nothing. The, the, the family court fucked me over completely. She fucked me over. And the only person in this... Her whole family doesn't care. I've reached out to, like, her mom, her dad. I've, I've reached out to her. I've reached out to her lawyer. I've done everything possible to be like, hey, like, I want to be in my son's life, but I'm not on the birth certificate because your daughter fucking really, like, rigged the situation against me. It's insane. The point is that... Um, can't trust women, dude. <laughs> Um, what was, what were we just talking about before that? I, I did have a point there. I don't know. I, <clears throat> you can't trust people in general. Women are just more impressionable. Uh, and, and that, and they don't have the opportunities that men have. So when they do have something, they, 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 they Wait, what do you mean? I think women have more opportunities. I think women are superior to men in a lot of ways. They can go out and have fun easily. They can get things that's for not, free. That is not a sign of superiority. They that's, can, they no, can no, no, make no, no. more money easily. That also not a sign of superiority in any way, in my opinion. Money, th- money is absolutely a sign of superiority. Uh, money is freedom and accessibility and time flexibility. Most women I know... Oh, actually, almost every woman I know makes more money than every guy I know. Okay, we know a lot of whores. Yes. Like social media whores, literal prostitutes, strippers, OnlyFans girls. That that's those Well, women, I know I know professionals yeah, as but well. Dude, 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 dude. You are quantifying superiority by like a monetary you're you're using like a monetary through line. Correct. Yeah, those women are all miserable. That's not superior. That's a miserable existence. That's like the, that's those people are 
down. Well, that's not even quantifiable. You, you, you're just Trust making a, me. You're just I, making a blanket statement that you, you can't you, even prove. You you think those? You women, can't just say people are miserable. Yeah, but am I wrong? What, dude? Are you kidding me? That's people don't just exist in a state of misery constantly. I mean, sure, they might have bad times. They might be able to make. You might be able to make excuses for for them occasionally, but like on the grand scheme, like if you say, uh, I don't know, man, Jeff Bezos is a billionaire, but he's actually miserable. It's like, okay, who gives a fuck if they're miserable? If you have money, like that's you, really all you, that matters. What do you, mean? you can fix your problems and make yourself not miserable if you have money. How? Paying for therapists? Dude, or you, dude, you realize to, what you're saying is a not, snake. Not therapist. This statement is a snake eating its own tail. If 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 you're rich and miserable and an, an Ouroboros, that's you, what that's called. If you're rich and you're miserable, but money can fix your happiness, then you wouldn't be miserable if you're rich in the first place. Exactly, which so, is why I think which the is why miserable money rich is, person is a myth. No, it's the idea that money can fix happiness is what the myth is. You got it. It totally you, can. How? All of your problems can be fixed with money. No, they you could, can't. You could because you could pay to get access to higher quality people that could help with your problems. You no. could get a lawyer. You could. Yeah. 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 yeah, Dude. Okay. I, you, what you're saying is like a, like a very weak half truth though. The yes, I could let's, okay. Let's use my uh, court case with my kid as an example. Um, I could have used the money to get a lawyer to potentially get my son back. Right. But I can't use a, the money to get a lawyer to, ha- to help myself have a good relationship with my son's mom. That's, that's why it's like half true what you're saying. It can, money can facilitate things that can make you happy, but it will never make you happy. That's, a, that's like a, a drug addict. That's like ch- chasing the dragon. It's like, it's like people who... Well, that's just splitting hairs. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's the this, money, having a pile of cash in front of you isn't going to make okay, you happy. Every, it's how you choose to use it that's going to make you another, happy. Here's another... Yeah, it's a, exactly. It's a tool to facilitate it, but it's not a, a end-all. It's not a, an absolute, like, this will make you happy. And the, I'll use strippers as an example because it's something I'm pretty well <laughs> acquainted with. Those women, everyone I've ever dated... Or, or fucked with or spent a lot of time with, they're all like, yeah, I'm trying to get out of the club. Every single one of them I have Yeah, ever... because they're strippers, not because they're making money. Yeah, but they make a shitload of money, dude. Some of those girls make six figures just working... That's not that much Working money. two days a week, three days a week. Like, what are you talking about, dude? That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's fucking insane. They, but... they show up, they get free drinks, they do cocaine... And they rub their fucking ass on a dude's dick through his pants. And some of them might fucking blow a dude every once in a while. And they're making fucking... They're, and, they're, and not to mention all the sugar daddies and all that shit. Think about that. And they're all completely hollow and empty inside. And they live a lie. And not all of them, but like... They're, they're, a lot of them are like really sad. But, but it, it doesn't start out that way. It starts out like they're all like happy and they're having fun. And they're enjoying it. Alright, well if you were making that kind of money doing something where you didn't have to sell your soul... Okay, let me it, ask you this. It's a completely if, different story. If money, yes, that that's uh, that I agree with. That's what I was kind of getting at. I don't, I didn't know that that was like the the end game of what I was saying. But what, like, here's another, another example. If money really fucking like made you that happy, then why do you do comedy? Why do you do anything else? Why wouldn't because you? Because I have enough money to where I can afford to do comedy. Well, then why don't you just fucking go and get? Go to fucking become a salesman or something and like just make a shitload of money. 
Why don't you fucking just do whatever you, if, if that was really true, you would be chasing whatever's making you the most money, but that's not what you do because what makes you happy, which, which you don't want to admit, may, or maybe you do and you just don't realize it, but like you like to create shit. You're a creative. That's what makes you happy. You like yeah. making music and doing comedy. Yeah, so, making music, doing comedy, training martial arts, all these things I'm fas- able to do because, because of, I have money. But it's, Because I don't have to spend my time making money. But it's... Then how you make the money? What are you talking about? The money is what facilitates it. It's not what's making you happy, dude. Yeah. But you're making money in a way that's not miserable to you, which is what you just said. We're, we just kind of like repeated the point. But like doing, making money, doing something that you don't feel like you're selling your soul is... That's the dream, which is why I'm obviously super happy. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill myself, dude. Dude, I want to go to the... That's wanna, one thing. I haven't wanted to kill myself since I went got sober. sober. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Not because, once. Because when I was sober, I was like very tense and like... Well, it's not just because I'm sober. It's because all the other... You've made like lifestyle changes and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's because of the directions I've taken to keep myself sober. Whereas before, it was kind of like a waiting game. You remember that one time I went 27 days, like two years ago? I went 27 days sober and... When you were living here? Yeah. Already? Okay. It was like a year or two ago. I'm trying to remember. I have a pretty bad memory because of the... Uh, <laughs> because of the not being sober? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was just... I was like waiting it out. I was just... I wasn't actively living a sober life. I was just it's trying a, to not do drugs. I think the term is a dry drunk. Whoever's listening to this, look that up because we're not going to. But anyways, keep going. So this time I, I just had some system set up into place and like a, 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 bra- a rebranding of like that funneled into the content and the type of person I wanted to project myself as is just more of a positive individual yeah yeah it's it's dude you sent me that thing Bangkok blues and I <laughs> laughed the entire time but I was also like the like when you when you're talking about stuff about like being positive and and telling people like hey if you want to be sober you can do this it's not for everybody but blah 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 the content you're making now is so much better dude it's so much better like to me the Bangkok blues stuff is hilarious because like I'm, I like that better uh, By not, the way, it, for the listeners, if you look up Bangkok Blues on my YouTube, Octavius Thunder, it was one of the last videos I posted before I went sober, and it is insane. It's it's a it's why you're sober. But here's the thing, though, dude. Everything has its time and place. At that time, that's what you were doing. That's your story. You know what I mean? Uh, well, the thing is, I'm I'm trying to chase a dream here. I'm, I'm trying to create the person that will achieve the things that I want to achieve. And that person had to go through that stuff to get to this point, right? I was going to, yes, but what I was going to say <laughs> I was going to say something else. <laughs> I was going to say, I like that person better. I like the insane, like, unacceptable socially version of myself. I think that is way more fun, way more interesting, way more entertaining, but it doesn't vibe with everyone else. So I'm just, I have to put on a character for society. I mean, I think everybody has to do that to a degree. Yeah. If I just yeah. walked around doing whatever I wanted, I would drive 100 miles an hour. Well, I kind of do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty close. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. I don't put much of a... Well, no, it depends, man. Like, what, like I went to this uh, red carpet movie thing the other day with um, uh, Angela Stanton King. She's she's awesome. She was, uh, she was uh, pardoned out and got out of prison because of Trump. He pardoned her. 
Um, but we went to this this pandemic movie called uh, it was like Pandemic Three something. It's just about how the pandemic was like, you know, obviously. Whoa! There were some discrepancies there, but um, I, when I go to stuff like that, I I fucking I wear a suit. I fucking tighten up. You know what I mean? That's when I put a little bit of a face on. Because I don't want to act like... I, I'm not going to be like acting like I'm hanging out with the boys when I'm at a red carpet movie premiere with a bunch of fucking high-level, you know, right-wing celebrities type, type people. You know what I mean? Like political pundits and commentators and shit. I'm not going to go in there and be like, Hey, I mean, what's up, boys? <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's kind of a bummer, though, because like when I... When people will recount interactions with me from when I wasn't sober, they'll be like, oh yeah, dude, you're like, you were fucked up. You were all, all over the place. And I'm like, damn, I remember like being happy and having a good time. It's just, it just goes to show you, man, if it, it's really, it's more important how other people feel about you than how you feel about yourself in a lot uh, of situations. Socially, socially. Yeah. But you got to make sure your mental health. But it's, right. it's also, that's not such a bad thing because it's not really just about you. Like you're not that special. We're not that unique. I tell you this all the time. It's it, we're nodes in a network, man. And it's um, important that we're part of a crew. Dude, you're part of a group. This is how I know that you're fucking totally insane is that you don't think that you're like insane. You're literally like the definition of like somebody who should be in an asylum. Like, <laughs> you're, you're literally one of the most unique nuts people I've ever met. And you're like, yeah, dude, we're, we're, we're totally normal people. As you're like kicking some guy in the chest and giving a DMT pen to a homeless guy. You're like, yeah, totally, totally normal, dude. Like, you're an idiot, dude. The, the minute that I start walking around telling people, hey, man, I'm normal. People are going to be like, dude, you fucking just like have fallen into the actual being insane. That's where you are, dude. Like people actually. It's think- called self-hypnosis. <laughs> you mean being delusional? Yeah, dude. We're all delusional. That's something that you've told me before. You're like, yeah, I just try, I'm just going to be delusional and convince myself of things. And I think it works to a degree. Yeah. I think Laser's kind of like that a little bit. Sometimes he's Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to tell you, delusionally you're a delusional confident. retard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, no, dude. Laser's fucking... I'm, I'm glad that he has that fucking... That, like... He has a fucking unshakable confidence. I don't know where he gets that from. I don't... I... I, I I need to sit down and well, like, dude, do like a I deep found, interview with him. That's So I made like a blueprint of shit uh, in, when I was in Thailand of like what to do when I was feeling certain ways. And one of them was just to move. <laughs> Insert gun. Pull trigger. <laughs> one of them was just to, to move with absolute confidence. Because there's a lot of times where when it's time to make a decision, like something very small, like. Where should I eat or what should I do right now? Like, I, I'll just, if I'm not feeling 100% in a great mood, I'll have a, a really hard time making decisions. And what I do now is I just, I'm just like, this is what I'm going to do and fuck it. I'm just going to go for it. And I, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but I, I just, I just try to move with absolute confidence in whatever I do and not try to consider other alternative choices. And it just, it, because it like makes put the, life, putting the blinders on, basically. Yeah, it makes life easier because if I have to consider all these possible options, You're burning all should that I go energy. here and do this and, this? and then I spend all this time thinking about stuff. And the more time you spend thinking, the more time you have spent building anxieties and, and potential fears and sadness so, and, so, and just staying in a, in a mode of action. Yeah. Like you're basically just in the, in the, you're in the lane moving. 
<laughs> dude, this is just a psychopath self-help podcast. Dude, I, that's what you should title this one. Episode yeah. 69, Psychopath Self-Help. Or something nice, like, you know, nice conversation. Coffee Buddies, number number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I get bummed out and depressed, I try to get a little bit more sleep. And if that doesn't work, I just start taking amphetamines, dude. <laughs> I'm being dead ass serious. Just dude. fucking throw it in reverse. Because if I feel like, bad, I'll, I take fucking amphetamines and it fucking... Pops me, pops me right back in, pops me right back in, baby. I well, I'm on my fourth cup of coffee. Got, I'm feeling pretty energized. <laughs> Smash the coffee cup over your head and start screaming. Start chewing on the mug. I, I have, pretty much since I remember being alive. I remember the day that I figured out, like I started feeling depressed. Unless this isn't the right term. Or maybe maybe it's lonely or or I don't know, but I was with my dad driving to Kentucky. My dad lived in Ohio. My mom lived in Kentucky. We, he was driving me to school, uh, or he was driving me back to my mom's. I think it was the evening. The sun was going down. You know, it's like dusk, and I was like, I was like, Dad, why is the like like what is why is the sun in the sky? It was a weird question, like a really weird question to ask, and I was like, probably fucking i was in like third grade second grade something like that how, how old are you then like eight or nine i don't remember dude point is i was young and i remembered asking him like why does the sun go down like what's the why is it even there what's the point of this thing like like what the, you know what i mean i was like i was pretty much like saying like why are we alive is what i realized like that was the adult version of the question i was asking that's insane that you say this because i had the exact same thing except it was with the stars and i was asking my dad what the stars were i thought they were holes so you you know what that is right we are literally doing what people did when they created religion like i looked at the sun and was like this is the kind of the god that exists in my life and you were looking at the star like similar similar thing that's what that is it's like we were like in like in like we were trying to ask what life was because we had we we were questioning our reality which is why religion was created because we were questioning what the fuck we're even doing here we just did it at a really young age which probably made us go fucking insane Mm -hmm. but my dad was just like because my dad has thoughts he's always been like a really deep philosophical kind of guy too and he i don't even remember what he said to me but he he was just like he's like you know it's a really good question man i and i don't have the answer and i just remember being like oh man what's going on here (laughs) I'm in a fucking tube somewhere, man. Yeah, my dad said that they're giant fireballs millions of light years away. And then I was just like, what the fuck? And as literally as long as I can remember. Wait a minute, dude. The sun. We did do the exact same thing. You said you were looking at the stars. The sun is a star. Yeah. We literally did the same yeah. thing. You yeah. just did it at night and I did it during the day. <laughs> yeah, exact same story. That's, That's pretty wild. Dude, I'm literally. That, that I'm, was like that was like a defining moment for my childhood. Dude, I'm. It, that is what I think defined my entire life. That, that was because I remember that moment and just like I could see myself just like zoom out and be like, whoa. I'm yeah, you middle, had like almost an hour. I'm of- just in the middle of space. Dude, so. And, but I, I remember. I, I'm not going to call have a, it. I have a feeling that I'm just having a, this, this is just a conversation. That we're just I'm, the same person. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if anybody's listening, is there one voice or two? <laughs> <laughs> It's just me sitting alone in a room in a padded <laughs> straight jacket. They gave, they gave the, they handed out podcast equipment at the psych ward. <laughs> but I don't, I, I don't feel like I was ever depressed. I felt like I was having an appropriate reaction to the 
travesties of reality. Dude, I feel like, like as long as I can remember, I literally emerged into consciousness and I just looked around and I was like, I don't want to be on this planet. I want to I want to die. I, I was going to I was literally just going to say it. the feeling I immediately felt was that I was trapped. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I want to go back home and Dude, try again in another sort of galactic space prison or something. And they like uploaded our mind into a fucking, you know, like computer. I don't know. I'm losing it. Holographic baby. But well, then, I mean, I, I finally just got to the doom, dude, dude. I finally just got to the point, like pretty recently, within the last several months, where I just I figured it all out. I, it's like we're in a consciousness hologram fractal matrix built on algorithms and the Fibonacci sequence and the government's doing this and that. And I was kind of just like, okay, whatever. I got it. I, I figured it out. Whatever, gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do the things that I think are cool, and I'm just gonna focus on my little life, and I'm I don't care about anything else. Yeah, and, that's and, a good and way this to is the most it. peaceful I've ever been. That's that's a very like libertarian approach to life, which I would say you probably are fit into that yeah. political category if we were gonna label ourselves. I definitely do. I I that's the only the the dude the two party system is a, it's, it's pathetic. It's insane. Even if there was more than those parties, really the only way that I think anybody should ever live is, you know Pizza Party system. Hey, hey what comes uh, before part B? <laughs> Partay. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. I, I realized as I started talking about politics that I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. That's why I sort of veered back into the, you know. It was a good joke. I've never heard that one before. Yeah, dude. No, I'm full of jokes. I'm very I funny. can't believe you've been standing this whole time. I sat down for a minute. I'm pretty comfortable. Oh, yeah. Look at me not paying attention again. You know how to play chess? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. <laughs> you just throw the fucking chessboard across the room. <laughs> If I have I a wanted, chessboard in front of me. If I wanted to play chess, I would have asked. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been playing chess. You keep asking me to play. I, I'm not a huge fan of chess because I don't have the patience. And also, um, I, I, I'm i not an old black guy at a park. You know? <laughs> I feel like that's who plays chess. Tell that to your credit score hey, and abandoned child. <laughs> I remember one time I said... I said uh, to Mike Eaton, or, or maybe it was on a podcast or something. I don't know. But all I know is that Mike was the one that said this. Somebody said, play chess, not checkers. And he said, 7D backgammon. <laughs> just like, or, or maybe we were 5D backgammon. Whatever he said was, was hilarious. I was just like, that's the fucking insane thing. Dude, the other day we were, we were uh, reminiscing about when he had that rental car. Remember that, cor- that, that fucking Camaro? I have the exact same story. I, I know. That's why I was going to bring this up. He, he like crashed that car like repeatedly and then got another one and crashed another one. Like almost, I don't think he did it on purpose though. He was just fucked up. But that story is crazy. You ever think that we're like pretty lucky to still be alive? Um, not in prison, yeah. I don't know why I would ever be in prison. What are you talking about? I've never done anything illegal. That's why. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Thanks for doing the pod. Later. <laughs> I mean, that's why that's why I, I changed my shit around and just straightened things up because I was like, I'm not going to be one of those idiots that wait to get in trouble to fix their sh- right, sort their shit right, out. I'm right. going to do it. I'm going to beat myself be, to the punch. Be proactive. Yeah, I fucking had a massive fucking warning shot when I was 18 when I got my felony and uh, almost went to prison and it scared the shit out of me, which is funny because I still did a bunch of fucking stupid shit after that. But I stopped committing like serious crimes because I know that if I ever was in front of a judge 
in Ohio at least. And they were like, hey, so you uh, fucking burglarized an unoccupied structure when you were 18. Right when you were an adult and could go to prison, you fucking pulled the trigger. So they would fucking throw the book at me, dude. Like, Yeah, 18's when I stopped shoplifting. 18 was when I... Became a man. Still had no idea what was going on. I was, dude, I was very like out of control and directionless until I was like t- around when, when my son was born. When my first week at UT was when, when little Gary was born. And I was like, dude, this, this kid, like, that's when I quit doing drugs for a long time until, you know, until I lost the custody a couple of years ago and I started kind of abusing substances again. But I didn't, dude, in, until the, the baby mama fucking took him away from me. I didn't do any drugs. I was totally fucking sober. I didn't even really drink all that much. I was like, dude, I fucking, I have a child. I'm responsible for him and he's going to look up to me. So I need to make sure I set a good example. But I, dude, I fucking really like got my shit together when he was born because I didn't want, this is totally ironic or I don't know what, what it is just fucked up, but I didn't want the same situation that happened to my dad to happen to me. And then, which was got divorced, lost custody of his kids, married a stripper. <laughs> I literally did the exact same thing, trying to not do the same thing. Crazy how that works. Yeah, it's almost like we. It, it's like almost like we don't have free will. Sometimes I feel like I'm. I, sometimes I feel like it's all just scripted. Like we have a loose, a loose script. Well, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Like no. like pick your own adventures, goosebumps. You know. Yeah. Well, I I see time as as. Like roots or like how a tree grows. Like a tree can have free will in the way that it grows, but it's always going to grow in the same type of way. Yeah. It's not just going to, like an oak tree isn't going to become a banana bush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I see what you're saying. It's not going to grow a birch limb out the side of it or something. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a specific pattern. It's, you're, you're enslaved to your specific pattern. Yeah, and you just need defined to like, by your genealogy. You got to wrestle it down and 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 wrestle it down and look it in the eyes and understand it, and then. But I also think your mind is powerful enough to overcome it. And the a tree, I mean, trees are conscious, but they don't have as powerful of a mind as humans. Dude, you know, you know who gave me one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten in my life is Curtis Nelson, and he told me that you can't control the flow of the river; you can just keep your canoe from hitting the sides. He told me that when I was not in a super great mental place, because uh, I was, you know, I just Curtis stressed. Nelson is the man. He's awesome. He's one of my favorite people. He's a uh, he's a, he's a really good dude. I like him a lot. He, it's because he's old school, dude. He's he's a man's man. Like yeah. he's what people he's what men used to be like. You know, <laughs> not like us faggots. <laughs> but nah, dude. I, uh, I that's that's a good piece of advice. Like you can't really you can't control things, and you gotta let it you know let it ride like. And, and I'm kind of a control freak because uh, my mom's like that. So I picked up a lot of that stuff from her. And the older I get, the more I just kind of... You ever like, ask Curtis to do a pod? Uh, no. No, I never have. I'm going to ask him to do a pod. He never does them. He's got some interesting stories. He was an actor, dude. Remember when we, remember when we met him with Mike and I told the story about how I, with, when we were Mike and Adam? Uh, hard on the on the boat wait where no no no. when we were on dude i met him in la oh maybe it was me me and mike and adam hartle met curtis at 
velvet crown or something. And I was telling the story of why I moved to California about with the, the burglary thing. And like somehow Mike, like, Oh yeah. I mis- misunderstood. And he's like, wait, you robbed a train. <laughs> I was like, no nah, dude, I robbed a house and got on a train. Hey, I got to take a shit. We got to, all right, you want to wrap it? Yeah. All right, dude, put a condom on. All right. Put a condom on this episode. <laughs> this podcast was brought to you by Trojan. All right. DJ Faggot. <laughs>